The absence of new information to report is no excuse to fabricate news or regurgitate falsehoods without even attempting to confirm their validity, and it is a disservice to baseball fans everywhere when the media does just that. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. Here are your hosts, Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. What up, what up, and welcome back to the 3-0 Take, the official podcast of Dirt to Diamonds Baseball. This is episode 38. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. What's up, Nate? How you living, man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. I'm feel I'm feeling down, dude. I'm feeling I'm feeling defeated. All of all of our followers just I, I feel what you've been going through for the last, you know, few dozen posts. Just, just getting, getting grilled on social media. Just getting freaking shredded in the comments section. People taking my words out of context and just uh, ruining it. That's questionable. You uh, have you have had some pretty bold takes. Hey. You know, I, I try to be I try to be a little weird and uh, a little out there with uh, my baseball takes, but I'm not I'm not crazy. I saw a comment the other day where it was like, "It's a pretty good show," other than the fact that Nate has some pretty trash takes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I I agree with you. <laughs> I think this Whatever. is a pretty good show, minus your trash takes. That was your comment. <laughs> no, yeah, I created my own my own account. <laughs> A burner account. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Good, good, good. Um, all right. Well, I don't know if this is going to make your day worse or better, but we're going to have to. It's inevitable at this point. We got to dive in and talk about your uh, your two favorite guys, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado. Yeah. At the time of this recording, they have yet to sign. What is the deal, dude? I don't know. It's getting old. It's getting. It's getting boring getting old i mean it's like they're holding up the rest of the show we'll talk about it later but like there's a million people that haven't signed because of these two taking forever and uh it's annoying honestly the whole baseball world is i think getting a little fed up well i got so fed up today that i had to create a twitter poll i know i mentioned a twitter poll last episode and i like the idea of doing it so i did another one i made one today Bryce Harper will, I had the four options, sign with Philadelphia, sign with Washington, sign with a mystery team, or leave and join NASCAR. (laughs) And 30% think that uh, he's going to leave and join NASCAR. Smart. But of the realistic votes, they think he's going to sign with Philly. Yeah, I mean, the little, uh, there was apparently a a nice little, little spark between him and Gabe Kapler, so. Yeah, how weird was that? Yeah. Supposedly they have like similar personalities. What is, what? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't, s- know. I don't see it, dude. Like I feel bad for these writers that have to do this for a living because they're just running out of stuff to write about, and now they're talking about you know when you know Bryce Harper's constipated, they have to write an article about it. So, well, speaking of getting grilled on social media, did you see Machado's agent? What he came out and said about all this? No, let me know. What do we got? Well, I'm going to build the suspense a little bit. Let's dive into some baseball history first. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Pretty intriguing stuff this week. It's been dull for the last few weeks, I feel like. So 
I think we're starting to turn a corner here. All right. 1974. The Baseball Writers Association of America elects former Yankees teammate Southpaw Whitey Ford and slugger Mickey Mantle to the Hall of Fame. The left-hander who retired leading the Bronx Bombers and wins with 236 innings pitched with 3,171 strikeouts with 1,956 and shutouts 45. Wow, 45 strikeouts or shutouts. That's crazy. Uh, we'll be joined by his carousing buddy, the Mick who becomes only the seventh player, this is a little strange back then, but only the seventh player to make it in his first year of eligibility after a retirement of at least five years, accomplishing the feat along with Warren Spawn, Spawn, Ted Williams, Jackie Robinson, Sandy Koufax, Bob Feller, and Stan Musial. So uh, pretty uh, pretty cool stuff for the the two legendary guys. Uh, Next one, 2003. The owners, in an effort to restore the competitive edge to the All-Star game, unanimously approve the World Series home field advantage, goes to the team representing the winning league of the Midsummer Classic. Uh, approval is needed by the players to change the current rotation between the two leagues. They schedule use since the inception of the World Series in 1903. What do you, what do you think about that? I know we haven't really touched on it too much. Like, Do you like the fact that now, obviously, you know, things have changed since 2003 do you like that the all-star game kind of means nothing no no i hate it because that was like one of the reasons i like tuning in and one of the reasons i thought it was different from other all-star games because it actually had meaning yeah but i'm kind of i'm i'm kind of torn on it because it's one of those things where like i wanted to have meaning but i was also in the camp where i wasn't a fan that it determined the home field advantage in the world series. Like I wanted it to have, I didn't know it's tough because it's like, well, if it doesn't have that meaning, then what, like, what can you apply it to? So that's kind of where I'm stuck, but it's like, I I don't know. Yeah. I I definitely agree. Cause it like, I'm scared that it's going to turn into, you know, the pro bowl for the NFL or the all-star game for, uh, for the NBA, like to where it's just, I hope it doesn't get unattractive and just becomes all for fans and completely, you know, uncompetitive. Like that's, that's not what I'm looking for, but I agree. I think it was too much for it to, you know, decide home field advantage for the world series, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they can come up with something else, but I'm telling you what they need to do is a way that you can spice up kind of the all-star week. I think I've said it on here before, give the guys aluminum bats during the home run derby and put kids out on the street (laughs) and let them catch 750 foot home runs. I get super nervous for those kids that are on the field. Does anyone else get that? I mean, do you get that? Like, to where all the kids, like, in the outfield, I'm I'm scared for those guys. I was almost one of those kids. Did I ever tell you that? It was for the pitch it and run thing, right? <laughs> yeah, Pepsi pitch it and run. I don't even – I think yeah. – what is it now? The Scots – who spon- I don't even know who sponsors it anymore, honestly. Uh, I don't know either. But yeah, I used to be one of those kids. Um, quick tangent here. I was uh, – I made it, they, they, basically the way they, they used to do the competition, I don't know how they do it now, but they, they had it like broken up into, into different sections. And it was like, it was like a local event or like a local competition. And then it was like a regional event. And then it was like a yeah. state event, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And so I made it all the way up to like the step right before getting chosen to be one of those kids. And that, if you made it up to that level, if you made it up to that level of competition, you competed, 
on a major league field. And so I made it up to Baltimore because that was at the time that was the closest stadium because uh, the Nationals weren't in town yet. Um, but I had made it up to the competition level at Camden Yards and I lost it. I, if I would have been like a second faster and you know how slow I was in little league, if I would have been like a second faster, I would have been one of the kids. And I think the all-star game that year was like, I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't remember where it was, but it was, it was somewhere pretty cool. But how old were you? And like, why do I not remember any of this? It would have been there like around little league. No, I, you know exactly what it was. I, the day that I missed that, was the day that your little league team, the Nationals, played my Houston Astros, and you hit that? Oh, you weren't there. You hit the like walk off grand slam or something. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. Do you not remember this? I, no, I really don't. Actually, I'm. <laughs> I was supposed, and you know the thing that really irks me. I was supposed to be pitching that game. Uh, and there that is, does kind of ring a bell. There is a no bit. way you all would have won that game had I been pitching. But False. I was like, you know what? I have a chance to go to the All Star game. I'm going to skip this little league game. It was destiny. I was going yaya off at anybody. It didn't matter. I was the Bryce Harper before Bryce Harper. But anyway, all that to say, could have been one of those kids. But yeah, I do get I do get a little worried for those kids. They're they're sitting there like staring at the crowd, and then next thing you know, a Bryce Harper missile yeah. comes smoking by their ear. Right, because like every once in a while they get on top of one and they just just a piss missile is hit right at them. It's and wild. there's like some little ones out there. It's no too scary. All right, last one. Oh my god, last are we one. back to three points? Yeah, dude. Um, Twenty fourteen, pretty recent. This marks the day. Oh, we didn't even say the day. It's January seventeenth, uh, right? This is That's what we're correct. talking about. That's when they'll January be here. Seventeenth. Sorry, people. Uh, January 17th marks the day in 2014. Expanded instant replay, a concept previously agreed to by the Players Association and the World Umpires Association, is unanimously approved at the quarterly owners meeting. Each manager will begin a game with one challenge, and the crew chief will also be able to initiate a review from the replay command center at MLB Advanced Media Headquarters in New York beginning in the top of the seventh inning. Um, Okay, so back to that Machado thing. Yeah, so Machado's agent, which I don't know why this wasn't bigger news. Maybe it was because he was essentially coming at the media's throat and they were like, ah, maybe we shouldn't promote this. Um, But yeah, Machado's agent apparently came out, which his name is uh, Dan Lozano, a name that's been thrown around the baseball world a lot recently, as you might imagine. Uh, but he pay, he basically came out. I don't know if it was a tweet or a Facebook post or whatever, but I did see the quote, and I'll read that off here here for you real quick. Uh, Machado's agent said, "I've known Bob Nightingale and Buster Buster only for many years, and have always had a good professional relationship with both. But their recent r- reporting, like many other rumors in the past several months, has been inaccurate and reckless when it comes to Manny Machado. I don't know if their sources are blatantly violating the CBA by intentionally misleading them to try and affect negotiations through the public or just flat-out lying to them for other reasons. But the truth is is that their reports on the details of the White Sox level of interest in Manny are completely wrong. I'm well aware that the entire baseball universe, fans, players, teams, and media members alike, are starved for information about this free agent market for all players, including Manny, but I'm not going to continue to watch the press be manipulated into tampering with, not just with my client, but all of these players' livelihoods as they have been doing the entire season. 
the entire offseason. The absence of new information to report is no excuse to fabricate news or regurgitate falsehoods without even attempting to confirm their validity, and it is a disservice to baseball fans everywhere when the media does just that. Wow. So, wow. again, just coming at the media's throat. I don't know why this was bigger news, but again, I think it's just because he was coming at their throat and they don't want to have anything to do with him. I'm not going to lie, dude. I don't know if I can disagree with him that much. That's what I'm saying. You know I don't like anything that has to do with Manny Machado, but this guy making a very valid point. And, yeah, here, and here's the like, thing. And here's the thing. These guys make like millions of dollars, and I know he mentioned the word livelihoods. And I know, I know people, fa- fans and non-baseball fans alike, are always like, well, these guys make billions of dollars. What do they have to complain about? And it's like, it's because it's they're good at what they do, and they're in a business that can provide them that opportunity and that type of right. money. Like, if you want to make right. that type of money, be really good at something that offers that kind of money. Don't don't sit there right. and complain about it. Like, I know some of the numbers are inflated, and it's like, all right, how much money could you possibly need? But it's like, these guys are the best in the world at what they do. So, yeah, very yeah, val- no. very valid point. I think it's a little weird that he called out. Uh, it was a Buster only and who. Bob Nightingale, which he, I will say, he has, Bob Nightingale has been in the news recently for kind of just, he has, from what I've heard and kind of what I've seen here and there, he, he's become this guy that kind of just throws stuff at the wall and see, sees what sticks. Yeah. And see, the, um, on the other hand, I mean, I, I've always seen Buster only as like the dude, you know what I mean? Like baseball right. tonight days from us growing up, like he, I, 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 as a fan, I've always trusted what that guy says. Uh, so I think it's a little strange for them to, you know, specify two specific guys and like come out and say it. Um, it's a little messed up. You can you can be you know pretty general and just say the media. Um, but I mean, I get it. Like we're at a different time, man. Like there is media manipulation. There's a thousand percent media manipulation of of fan bases and and i think organizations have to take that into an account right like if if the fans dislike this guy and and i have to worry about putting fans in my seats that has to affect how much we want to you know bring him here for and what that dollar amount says so it it makes sense um but i mean i like there's got to be validity to it like you said I mean, do your do your homework. You can't get to a point just because nothing's happening to just make up stuff. So, understood. Yeah, and I think the reason that this is happening so much, in particular this offseason, is just because we haven't seen an offseason like this in recent memory where you have two of the game's top elite players. Yeah. And so, as media, I understand the angle that they're trying to take you. I mean, you're trying to... You're trying to increase your clicks, your engagement, so on and so forth. But it's getting to the point now. I mean, I, I do know that, it, it, like you and I have said, it, it's dragged on a little bit too long at this point. But there has to be some type of integrity within the media where it's like, all right, we need, yeah. to, we need to figure out something else to talk about in the meantime. Because the, we yeah. can't just start coming after these guys like, like, I don't know. Like, you can't just start attacking these guys or start making stuff up just to, to, to pass time. Right. And I feel like we have to be in the majority from both of us, but we're tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of getting updates that, like I said, it's it's Bryce loves Gabe Kapler. Now the Phillies are the favorite. Like 
I don't want to hear about it anymore. Just just stop talking about them until they actually sign or until like we had a couple days ago where an official offer came across from the White Sox to Machado. Like just leave it alone. Stop giving favorites. Stop writing headlines on, on just nonsense. Like, oh, talk about other stuff. That's what we're doing. That's what we've been doing. Oh, yeah, we got some uh, non-traditional topics to cover. But, uh, yeah, one more thought on that. To me, the thing here is you've got two sides to this. You've got the media, and then you've got the Harper and Machado camps. I None of this is directed at Harper and Machado. Like, granted, like I said, it's taken a long time for them to figure this out, but they're in their legal right. Like, this is, like I said, this is oh, their yeah. livelihood. This is their job. They're yeah. looking out for what's best for them. And they have every right to do that. But the media is the part that's really ticking me off because they're just making stuff up at this point and it's just not right. Yeah, thousand percent. But anyway, enough about that. Moving on to some other free agents that aren't getting as much love. They're still unsigned. I uh, just got a brief list here. This isn't the entire list, but just a, a number of guys that have yet to be signed that uh, have, have been kind of around the news a little bit lately. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, A.J. Pollock, Nick Marcakis, Jose Iglesias, Gio Gonzalez, Wade Miley, Mike Moustakis, Adam Ottovino, Marwin Gonzalez, Adam Jones, Clay Buckholtz, Craig Kimbrell, and Carlos Gonzalez. Uh, Nate, ask you, yeah. which of these surprised you the most in terms of not being signed yet? Um, believe it or not, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Marwin Gonzalez. Um, everyone like I think the trends have been in the last few years have been Super Bowl pins in the Ben Zobrist effect the guy that can float around he can play every day and you can play at any position you need him to to give other guys day off he's the ultimate that's great point. and it's it's weird labeling him as a utility guy because he's a starter um Marwin Gonzalez is a is a younger Ben Zobrist and he can float infield, outfield, and and I'm just really surprised the dude hasn't signed somewhere yet. I mean, I, that was my one of my top picks as a Yankees fan of, of wanting him for the Yankees um, because of those reasons that I mentioned. And and I'm just I'm really shocked that he hasn't gone somewhere, man. It's and what's weird about all these names is that if you're not in on the Machado and Harper, like. If you're not in on those contracts, why are you not signing anybody? Why is nothing else happening? You know what I mean? And maybe it is the players that are waiting to see how much money they can get based off of those guys and see how the market is affected. But it's like, what? why are there so many big names still left? If you're not in, there's only really two, two three teams in on these guys. I mean, I would, say, teams I would say there's probably 25 teams for sure that are out of the running for those two guys. Cause I know there's been some yeah. recent, there's been some recent talk about there being like mystery teams, which I believe because, sure. uh, one of those quote unquote mystery teams, which wasn't exactly a mystery team early on, but kind of lately, I, I feel like they evolved into that role was the Cubs for Bryce Harper. I've, yeah. I've been saying, obviously that's been the team I've had him going to for the last year. And like I said, as of late, they kind of went quiet, but, I thought, like I said, I thought they turned into one of these mystery teams where they kind of laid laid low in the weeds a little bit and just waiting to pounce at the right time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, 
like I said, there's there's some mystery teams out there, but I would say for the most part, 25 teams for sure are out of, out of the running for these guys. And they were never yeah. even in the running. There's there's a majority of teams that were just like, they, they laugh because they're like, we, we can't afford that and we probably won't be able yeah. to for the next however many years. But yeah, definitely, I'm surprised that they those teams haven't gone in on these guys yet. So, who on that list uh, surprises you the most? Uh, honestly, Carlos Gonzalez. Yeah, that was my initial thought, but you made a great point about Marwin Gonzalez because to me, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but to me, that's a cheaper that's a cheaper option than Carlos Gonzalez. I feel like Carlos Gonzalez would demand more money and probably a lengthier contract than a. A veteran Marwin Gonzalez would, who kind of, like you said, has the capability of bouncing around. Um, but yeah, I mean, I understand why, because for that very reason, that he might demand a little more money, so the the negotiations might be a little more tricky. But yeah. still, a guy where it's like this is a he's a sweet he has a sweet sweet swing. He he can hit the ball and he can play like a pretty good outfield. He's got a couple gold gloves. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's not I mean, he's not the best. He's not the worst, but he can. Yeah, he can hold I mean, his he's ground. Obviously, not he's not a Gold Glove defender anymore. But I'm with you, dude. And I think he's trended more towards the AL, where you can DH and get a lefty bat in there. Exactly. I'm I'm surprised too. That's that's a good one. Where it's he's got a lot of home runs on his under his belt, and you know, it's like you said, it's a pretty swing. Can play anywhere. I don't get it. Yeah, but. Uh... Like we've talked about before, I'm sure two, three, maybe even four of these guys will sign within the 10 minutes after we put up the episode, so it <laughs> might be all for naught. But yeah. but uh, anyway, in other news, that kind of wraps up our free agent talk because, I mean, like you and I have said, we've pretty much exhausted that. But in other Major League Baseball news, some stuff you might not have heard about, kind of stealing your what they're not talking about segment. Uh, in case you haven't heard, Melvin Upton Jr. is now back to BJ Upton after four yeah. years of being Melvin Upton Jr. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, if any? I think I mentioned it like know, months ago um, about a buddy who played in the, in the MLB, and so he um, knows the Upton guys pretty well. And he was telling me that basically Boss Man was his dad's nickname growing up yeah how wild is that i literally just found that out tonight i didn't even know about boss man jr bj upton yeah so boss man was like his dad's nickname and obviously him being the son he gets the junior so he's boss man jr and it was like a kind of a tribute to his dad i guess um i mean i think it's cool i i don't know his melvin felt kind of (laughs) weird honestly but, well, uh, apparently, when he originally changed from BJ to Melvin, his his reasoning was because, well, nobody really calls me BJ except at the field, and I'm just like, I don't know of anybody that would call on the field or not. I don't know anybody that would call you Melvin over BJ. Like, yeah, and maybe he, not. From a, the story that I heard from my buddy was that it, it um, like, only his he only allowed like close friends or like family members to call him BJ. Or it's it was like a a rite of passage. Like not everyone can call me BJ, so I think that's why he switched to Melvin. I don't know why he's switching back though. It's weird. But is he is he a free agent? I don't even know who he's with. Yeah, he hasn't actually played a major league game since uh, 2016 when he was with Toronto. He signed yeah. a couple minor league deals with the Giants and the Indians. I believe with was who he was with last. 
Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, the Indians. But too. they let him go in uh, March of 2018, so pretty short stint. Uh, another story that wasn't really worth talking about, in my opinion, but I don't want to talk about free agents anymore, so I figured <laughs> I'd mention it anyway. Uh, I'm sure you saw that. I'm sure you of all people saw the story about A Rod getting called out by that lady. Yeah. Said she said she thought he looked like J Lo's boyfriend, and then he just like, <laughs> he like played along with it. Yeah. So I actually went back and watched the video, and I hate to say it, Nate, I I really hate the fact that A Rod is growing on me. I really, <laughs> really, it just really pains me to say that. But I watched that video. I'm just like, this is actually pretty funny. Like, he's actually like a great sport about it. And like, granted, he he yeah. was like he had like a little bit of an ego, saying like, "Oh, yeah, guy's pretty handsome." I get, yeah, but I'm like, I mean, that's just a rod, like whatever. Yeah, I. Well, mm, we can we it's, can. It's weird, you know, because like I like, I like that he's becoming a little more sociable, I guess, and becoming a little more. I don't know, connected with fans, I guess, if you will, or whatever. He, he still seems like a phony to me. So he's he's just. He's just a phony to me. I can't, I can't do it. And this is coming from a Yankees fan. Like, I don't know, dude. I just spent too long just waiting for this guy to stop being, you know, talked about and stop weighing down the Yankees. And now he's, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, he, I he definitely did it for the camera. Like, that, that's kind of his thing now is doing it for the camera. But yeah. to be fair, he has a lot of image repair that he has to do. Yeah. So, I mean... It's a very, it's it's a very long process. Fame, it was all for the Hall of Fame. You uh, soften up the way, you, the way you look and the way you act. It's it's just softening the blow of you cheating multiple times. Uh, yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. Might be a, a, a grander scheme going on behind the <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, another story. Vladdy Jr. did a little curling recently. Don't know if you saw that. No, yeah. Him and uh, him and some of the other top Blue Jay prospects, I guess, took to the rink. What do they? What do you call that? Is is it just a sure. rink? Because you're still doing yeah. it on ice, I guess. Sure. Yeah. The curling rink. I'm not educated in Canadian sports. Me neither. It is Canadian. It is a Canadian sport, correct? I don't know. Is that a country? Never heard of it. Sounds right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like him and a couple other. It was uh. BGO's kid, Caven, is his yep. name right? Caven BGO yep. and uh, this guy Nate Pearson. Have you heard of him? No. So apparently he throws like which I, I don't. Yeah, I guess it was, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was like exaggerated a little bit, but it said in the article that he he's like he throws like 104 miles an hour. Why have I not heard of this guy? Wow. I don't know. And I'm sure if that's one of those things where he did it like once. But still, the fact that you could throw 104 miles an hour—that's yeah, that's Chad. Pretty impressive, and not to mention yeah. you're you're in an organization that is just packed with talent right now. So yeah, dude, that's <laughs> surprised I haven't heard about that. They're going to be scary in a few in a few years. Uh, another note that, quite honestly, I haven't heard anything about until I was just digging around. Royals left-handed pitcher Eric Skoglund. I don't even know how S K O G L U N D Skoglund. 
Yeah, man, has it sounds been, about as good as it gets right there. Has been suspended for 80 games after testing positive for selective androgen receptor modulators, S22 and LGD4033. In other words, wow. he tested positives for alternatives to anabolic steroids. Cool, man. All right. That, that's not good. I mean, if you're if we already can't pronounce your name and we haven't really heard of you before, you got busted. It's like mm, well, it's a long road back. Well, some Royals fans might be upset that we haven't heard of them, but I mean, yeah, as well, general the baseball five fans, of them that are out there. I mean, sorry, that's very true. Here's the bone I have to pick with this story. What are you doing getting busted? I don't care if it was intentional, unintentional. What are you doing getting busted for for stuff like that in the Royals organization? Yeah, he, he, they said he. So I did. I did some digging around. He's. They said he had some. He's had some success at the AAA level, and was expected. I think they said, if I remember correctly, that he'd be in the mix for like one of the fourth or fifth spots in the rotation. The Royals went fifty-four and one hundred and eight. If you need to do anything to give yourself an advantage at that point, if you can't climb the ladder in the Royals organization, <laughs> you need to just hang up the spikes. Like I don't understand, and and here you want me to share you the names or share with you the names of the people that he would have had to or now that have the uh, chance to earn that fifth spot now that he's kind of out of the conversation. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, Jesse Hahn, Trevor Oaks, Heath Fillmire, and Ben Lively. Wow, man! I mean, like it, yeah. <laughs> you could pick those guys out in a coffee house and. And find those names. I feel like, who knows? And I mean, I mean shout out to them. them. That's what now I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Shout out to them. They're obviously good at baseball. I'm yeah. not ragging. I'm not ragging on them in that sense. They're no. It's just that we don't know their names, and we, we none of these names. That's what's so hard is that when you get when you get busted, it's one thing to be a rod, right? You're still going to get paid. You still have your endorsements. You're still getting taken care of. But if you're one of these non-household names. Man, that's such a you like there's no coming back for that. Yeah, and it's not like you're trying to crack the Houston Astro Houston Astros rotation. Yeah. It's the Kansas City Royals. Let me remind you, they went 54 and 108. What are you doing, Eric? Yeah. Terrible. I don't know. Anyway. Skoglin, Skoglin? Skoglin, Skoglin uh suspended. Scotland. That's 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 how I read it. Cool. Um, but yeah, that about does it for the in other news portion of nice. of my notes. Uh, but this is also kind of random. But I was thinking earlier today, we need. To, I think you mentioned it last episode. Actually, we need to list off, or like we need to create a list of all of our hot takes prior to the season yeah. that we can review at the end of the year and see how how accurate we were. Because I know you had a bone to pick with some some feedback about your comments regarding Yasmani Grandal. It's a hot take. These are what hot takes are. So like, I don't understand why I'm getting freaking run across the coals for. Okay? I'm not saying he's trash. I'm not saying he's the worst catcher in baseball. Yes. He got overpaid. That's what I'm telling you. That's what I'm going to stand by. $18 million is being overpaid. He even came out and said he had a he had some massive deal with the Mets that he said he felt he wasn't worth that amount of money. 
It was a disgrace to the better catchers in the league. So not even he thinks he's one of the best catchers in the league. So all these people defending him, he did not deserve 18-plus. Still doesn't. All I'm telling you is that. I don't care about the numbers. I don't care about if he's if he's Zach Grinke's favorite catcher of all time. I don't care. He does not deserve $18 million at all. And yes, I am going to take his performance in the playoffs because that's what you have to look at. When you're going to write a check that big, you have to look at how they're going to perform in the playoffs. If you fans think the Brewers are going to make the playoffs, which I don't because they haven't been doing anything else. If you think they're going to make the playoffs, you have to look back and see how Yasmani Grandal has performed in the playoffs. So he may be great in the, in the regular season, but $18 million does not justify. I, I can't justify that. It's not, mm, not worth it. Sorry. So rag on me all you want. Comment rude things all you want. We're going to read them later. Every yeah. episode, we're just going to. Comment all the rude comments to Nate, yeah. and I will be the one that reads them in response to them, as I do every time. All I'm saying is that he's not worth it. He's not worth $18 million, and even he knows he's not worth being paid with the top catchers in the game because he's not one of the top catchers in the game, and this isn't putting the Brewers over the edge. Jeez, man. You just cranked the heat up to like a 1,000 right now. That's, That's just... right. That's right. I'm sticking up for myself. I mean ridiculous good for you yeah i feel better college baseball preseason rankings all right have been released and you know what i was thinking we i was kind of talking to you about this we need to show some college baseball a little more love because there are no question marks surrounding college baseball there's no free agents that we have to wait months and months and months for you know every every February around the middle of the month, there's going to be games being played. And so when I was kind of thinking of things we wanted to talk about for this episode, I was like, you know what? College baseball preseason rankings are out. Let's show them a little love. And we actually, you and I uh, talked about before we got on here, we made our best and worst about college baseball. So from here on out, we're going to talk some, some college baseball because Let's do it. they deserve it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so just running through the preseason rankings real quick, just shifting the whole show here. We're going to run through the rankings. Coming in at number one, Vanderbilt, followed by LSU, Texas Tech, Louisville, UCLA, Florida, North Carolina, Oregon State, Georgia, Ole Miss, East Carolina, Stanford, Florida State, Mississippi State, Baylor, Arkansas, Michigan, Oklahoma State, TCU, Wake Forest, Coastal Carolina, Auburn, Texas, Clemson, and Cal State Fullerton. Which, by the way, TCU, shout out TCU. Did you ever watch their uh, their YouTube videos, their like hype videos? No. You haven't watched their hype videos? No, are they solid? Probably some of the best like hype slash motivational baseball content I've seen in like a long time. They do so the thing is they do one like every year. And I think it ends up being they put it out before the season starts typically, I think, if I recall correctly. Um, and then it ends up being kind of their like pregame video that they show on the video board. Yeah. Before every home game, if I remember. Um, but yeah, they have some like 
hype videos. The my favorite probably is the one they did in 2017. I think it's called like it's like work wins or something. And basically each year it's just like their head coach narrating like a script and it's just like super motivational. Uh, for those of you Art. listening, if you haven't seen it, just YouTube uh, TCU baseball motivation, and they'll all be right there. You won't be disappointed, I promised. I, I like it. I promise. Um, but yeah, I know you're not like a huge college baseball guy, rightfully so, because as you mentioned, it kind of conflicts with, I mean, it directly conflicts with the Major League Baseball season. Um, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's like... I'll always, um, I don't know, like you and I both agree. I'll, I'll always root for North Carolina. Always have since I was a kid. But like, uh, you know, it's tough, man. It's it's hard now. I, I'm to the point where now that I've um, I've coached kids who are in college now, I'll follow with them and I'll, I'll see how they're doing. I'll check up on them and I'll kind of off off you know air kind of root for those schools. Um, that those kids are at but like overall it's just it's hard to follow especially with you know as closely as we cover and talk about the MLB but I'm down to talk about it right now yeah so I mean there's obviously only so much you can dive into with preseason rankings but when I was adding this to my notes it made me think you know we had our we had our hot takes with postseason predictions for major league baseball we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do a little research and come up with uh we're going to have to familiarize ourselves with college baseball a little more. Like we can't be slacking in, on that front. Very fair. Very fair. We need to do better. Yeah. We need Very to do fair. better, especially with the season coming up in literally like a month from maybe like today, yesterday, about a month. Um, but yeah, we need to come up with our, who we think will make the college world series. And speaking of the college baseball postseason, I was thinking the other day, the ACC championship is in Durham. This is kind of a side note, little tangent here. Uh, <laughs> but the ACC championship is actually held in Durham, where the Durham Bulls play, and Sweet. that's that'll be in like late May. So I don't know if any of our listeners planned on uh, coming up, coming down, coming over for the ACC championship wherever you're coming from. But uh, I'm hoping to be there because I've yet to. I've been here for a few years now, and I've yet to catch the tournament because I think one of the years it was in Louis. I think. It might have been two years ago. It was in Louisville, and I couldn't catch it last year. So uh, definitely want to try to catch some games at that. So if you think you'll be there, let me know. I know it's a ways away, but if you're planning It'd on, be fun. yeah, if you're planning on coming down, I will try to be there, and we can uh, catch some games. But uh, speaking of college baseball, in in the same vein, it got me thinking of some college parks, college atmospheres that I'm a fan of and I wanted to see if you had any that you were planning because I know I know before we've talked about eventually maybe getting out of the college world series and doing like a podcast or something out there or even just like hanging out or whatever that would be just a blast but yeah. uh is, are there any off the top of your head like any places you would want to that you would love to catch a game at um I do love the little uh, little tradition that A and M does with uh, um, you know the whole crowd when uh, <laughs> when whatever, whatever school is visiting is is pitching and they get a consecutive ball streak. So after they they walk a guy, they'll go consecutive balls and the whole crowd will go ball five, ball five. I love that. That's amazing. That flustering a kid, flustering a little eighteen or nineteen year old kid on the mound to the point where. 
you know, he's wetting himself and, and can't find the strike zone. I love it. Yeah, and if you actually like pull up the comments on that video, people are like, How could you how could you harass a young a young child like that? I'm like, come <laughs> on, gr- grow up. Like if he can if he can enlist game, in the military, I think, yeah, I think like, he can be harassed a little bit. Yeah, just come on. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I agree on that. I would love to catch a game down there. Uh, a few that I had thought of was LSU. Apparently LSU from what I've heard is like the most electric college baseball experience you'll ever come across. And you I'm sure I'm boy Bregman. I hate Bregman. I feel <laughs> like you could, uh, I feel like a couple other schools might disagree, but that's, that's one I would probably at the top of my list. A few more that I would love to, to catch a game at Texas, obviously with just their history. Yeah. Um, just would love to catch a game down there, and, and obviously they're just really good. Mississippi State being another one because they've got the, uh, if I recall the, they're they got the cowbell, if I remember Ooh. correctly from the their late run last year. That is where I would stay away from. Can't do cowbells, man. That's that. Drives yeah, me nuts. but I mean, it would it drive me nuts too. But I mean, that's that's an experience that you're not going to find really anywhere Bowers. else. Yeah. Uh, and well, then, the Rays do it, so. Well, you would hear like. <laughs> three cowbells so um and probably the last one that was on that came to mind was uh old miss because they do the uh they do the i'm sure you've seen videos of it they do like the beer toss have you yeah. seen that they do like the beer toss yeah. in the outfield for home runs or that's just i mean college i love college baseball when i was when i was pulling my notes together i'm just like God, college baseball is just so pure like we're not sitting here talking about Guys getting yeah. busted for selective androgen receptor modulators S twenty two and LGD forty thirty three. It's just oh my god! I I love May and June once it gets sure, to be man. like regional, super regional college world series time. There is just nothing like it. I can't disagree with that. I cannot disagree with that. Um, I think it's time for them to switch the wood bats, though. Uh, I I can't I can't get on board with that honestly. And I know I'm like super traditional and I'm sure at one point in my life I've been like, oh yeah, yeah, they should definitely switch to wooden bats. But I think rationally I mean, it'll thinking, never, it'll never happen because of the sponsorship deals. I mean, that's, you know, Rawlings is banking on selling all their, you know, 2019 Quattros because of whatever university is using it. So it'll never happen. But I feel like, I feel like it should yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think it's just all part of the experience. I mean, my only concern, which obviously that's kind of what the whole bat modification process originated for is because of the safety concerns. That was really, before when they had like the BESR bats, that was really my only concern with those. But it seems yeah. as though they're trying to like work on that. And it seems like they've done a pretty good job at it. So, I mean, to me, I'm I'm okay with it. I don't really have any issues with it. Um. Oh, also another note, college baseball-wise, just kind of random. This, if you haven't noticed already, this is just like kind of like a this is just kind of like a hodgepodge of of topics, kind of just bouncing all over the place. But I feel like it's all good content. We're just, we're informing the people on on what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I found out that apparently the Rangers were, are going to be hosting a tournament, a college tournament, at their new ballpark in twenty twenty one, and it's going to be. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know when it'll be. I'm assuming it'll be like an early to mid season thing, um, 
But Texas, Arkansas, Texas Tech, TCU, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State are all going to be in it. So six of like the best teams in the nation will all be duking it out, which I think will be uh be pretty sweet. That would be we take a visit. That's we what I'm saying. That'd be a that I was just about to say that'd be a sweet event to go to. Yeah, because like I know that the new. The Rangers' new ballpark is connected to that Texas Live thing where they got like a giant mall next to it and like concert venue. I bet it would be popping for that week. That'd be fun. No doubt. And all of those, I feel like all of those teams travel really well. Like their fans are legit. Like yeah. they, they'll follow them across the country. And I bet you there will be a lot of freaking people there for that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's mark it down on the calendar. Um, how do yeah. we buy tickets to that, though? I'm sorry? How do we, how would we buy tickets to that, though? I'm sorry, what are you asking me now? <laughs> you know what I'm asking. Get rid of it right now. I don't want you interrupting me when I'm talking. Get rid of it. I legitimately didn't hear you. How are we going to buy those tickets, Kyle? How are we What? Gonna buy SeatGeek, it's the answer tickets. to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans with friends or family? To make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? Bar date. Little bro date. Little bro date. Little bro date romance. With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concerts, shows, and even theater performances with just a few easy clicks. Did you catch that, Nate? Theater performances. Nah, not interested. But... We're making it even better for you if you're a first-time user of SeatGeek. The next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code DTD at checkout to save $20. That's $20 instantly. 20 whole doll hairs. 20 whole doll hairs off your first purchase as a first-time user. That's all you got to do to save some of that cold, hard cash. Enter promo code DTD at checkout. Ha! I knew you were going to sneak that in. You're welcome for that transition, by the way. I don't need your transitions. Oh, please. I'm capable of doing it myself. You don't transition at all. You just interrupt people. Exactly. <laughs> so it catches them off guard so they listen. It's not like a big buildup where they're like, oh, God, here comes the Seek Geek ad read where Kyle talks to Nate about theater performances. If I just if I just throw it in their faces, they're like, oh, God, Seek Geek, I got to go buy tickets. Use promo code DTD at checkout. They just start freaking out. You're just trying to cover up the fact that you like the theater. I mean, I told you I went to see the uh, <laughs> the Rockettes when I was in up in New York around Christmas time. That's a legit performance, and it just happens to be in the theater. So I'm not upset about it. But anyway, <laughs> let's break down some best and worst. Sticking with the theme of college baseball, we're gonna go with college baseball uniforms, which I've been looking forward to this one for a long time. What do you want to start with, buddy? Uh, let's do best because best? worst. We just need to we just need to rail on the worst. <laughs> there are some horrendous uniforms. Lead us off. What do you got? Nothing. Uh, nothing cleaner than the. Oh, I already mentioned it. UNC. The uh, but I like their off white jerseys. Yes. So they got the, the off white yes. with hard heels across the chest. Isn't it? It's like a cream white, right? Yeah, yeah, and they got like the the cream top part of the hat with the with the Carolina blue bill 
oof, man, nothing more crisp than that. So, yeah, literally, I know we we're supposed to go, like, specific jerseys, but my third bullet point was anything UNC. Like, <laughs> give me any yeah. jersey. I don't care. And one of my the favorite – Carolina Brew, it's too good, man. That's what I'm saying. And the, the thing that I love about their jerseys is you, – you may or may not know what I'm talking about, but you know, like, that pattern they have, the Argyle pattern where it's, yep. like, the diamonds? They incorporate yep. that on, like, almost all of their jerseys. Yeah. Um, but probably my favorite of their jerseys is just the classic, uh, like Carolina blue. It's like a minimal Jersey or a minimalist Jersey where they don't have much on it. I think they have a few of them, but it's yeah. the one I'm thinking of it. One, in, uh, thinking of one in particular where it's just Carolina blue. Um, I don't think they have any like piping or anything on it, but I think it just says, I think it just says Tar Heels across the, the front, if I if I recall, and, and white. And yeah. then they have the white hats with the Carolina blue bills. Oof. Yeah, just too oh, clean, sexy. sexy. I like the I like the navy where they do the navy jersey, and then the Tar Heels is written in Carolina, Carolina blue. blue. Those yeah. are clean too. Yeah, yeah. I've, you're I've, right. I've been to a bunch of their games because I know I work at Duke. But I'll be honest with you, I would go to a Carolina baseball game a thousand times before I went to a Duke baseball game. <laughs> Just yeah. because their games are so like they do it right. I mean, their their ballpark is honestly better than some minor league stadiums, um, but they they just do it right over there. Like they have in in between inning like entertainment. They just keep it fun, and not to mention they're just like really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, anything UNC for me? What do you got? Uh, my next one is uh, another Carolina, Coastal Carolina. I like their black unis with their teal lettering. Ooh, man, where it just says coastal across the chest. Yep. Super clean. Super clean. Very good pick. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm a huge fan of their hats, where it's like the black and then the the teal bill. Yeah. Um, and so I actually traveled with uh, Duke women's basketball because we had to, they were like in the tournament or whatever, and I had to I had to travel with them, and so it was like held at their campus. And I was, like, one up. I was like, yeah, I was like, I got to get to the team store. I got to buy one. And so I went over and yeah. snagged one real quick. Smart. Um, my second one would be the University of Texas throwbacks. Now, I, I feel like they may have done a couple versions of throwbacks over the years, but the one I'm thinking in particular, you can find it if you Google, um, and Nate, I don't know if you have a computer up, but if you want to Google Texas baseball throwback uniform, just those words, Texas baseball throwback uniform. You'll like see the picture. It's it's the jersey spread out on the turf. It's like one of the first few pictures, but it's like that that is just such a sweet jersey. Like I know some kids nowadays are into like the newer, like more modern looks, but I'm telling you, there's nothing cleaner than just a, a nice crisp throwback. It just looks fantastic. Oh, are you talking the the powder blue? Oh no, that's a Rangers one. I was like, I've never seen a powder like, blue before. Yeah, I don't think Texas has a powder yeah. blue uniform. Uh oh, the one where it's laying on the turf. You said, yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, that's I just feel a, that a little bit. That is a clean look. I feel that a little bit. Yeah, I understand. Totally understand. What do you got? Right. What do you got for your last one? Uh, well. This one's pretty clean, dude. Uh, the red, white, and blue Vandy uniforms. When Vanderbilt does the little uh, American flag, red, white, and blue, 
I, I like the black and gold that they normally go with, but the red, white, and blue, dude, perfect. Yeah, I'm a fan of those. Uh, it it has to be tastefully done. Like, I'm not a fan of schools that just have none of those colors in their scheme, and then they just completely flip flop to like a red, white, and blue thing. I I don't know. I Fair. feel it's, like a, it's an occasional thing. Can't do it yeah. all the time. Yeah, I feel like very weird about it, but they somehow pull it off. It it, it looks good. Um, but yeah, my my last one was. Or really my first one, but I dove right into the UNC stuff, uh, was the Vanderbilt black, where it just has the gold script across the front and the white pants. Yep. I will say the black pinstripe, uh, the, like the all black jersey with the white pinstripe, no. The, I know people no are like, I know people are like, oh my God, those are just straight fire. No. No go. Absolutely not. I just, I I don't like them. And people can disagree me, disagree with me if they want, but I just don't like them. Not a fan. There. Uh, what do you got for worst? Uh, I came across a UCLA one that was pretty gross. They got like the it's the white jersey, but they got the horizontal stripes where like I'm gonna Google. It's like it's there's like a big blue one, and then there's yellow ones you know, across the chest, and it says Bruins and the blue. But they're all like different widths of of stripe. Ugh, oh no yeah, yeah. No good. It's just bad. Yeah. It's not. Uh, that was bad. It looked bad in the 70s. Still looks bad. Stop doing that. Yeah. I mean, not one of the worst ones I've ever seen, but, I mean, teach their own. Uh, one of mine is the Ohio uniforms. Ohio baseball. And Ohio if- baseball. Now i got to look this up. Yep. Just Google. It's very specific. You got to Google Ohio baseball uniform Reddit, R-E-D-D-I-T, and you will see it. Reddit. Oh, wow. It looks, they look like a, a, a green peppermint candy cane. Oh, wow. And you can't go with the, the opposite stripe stirrups either. Like, Ooh, man, that is rough. Yeah, I'm with you on that. What are you doing? I'm with you on that. Uh, same same uh, little theme that I went with on my first one. Louisville's jersey that's got like the, the same thing, dude. It's like white, but they're, the sleeves are red, and then they got like all different weird stripes going across the chest, and it's like uh, no good. Oh, yeah, I see it. Yeah, no, yeah. not a fan. Uh, my next one is LaSalle. If you want to look this one up, Google LaSalle baseball uniformity. So uniform with ITY at the end. It's like a particular article and you'll see it. Uniformity. And it's like three guys standing in the gym. Oh, <laughs> Ew, dude, with the, with the yellow belts. Do you see the okay? So look at the guy in the middle. Do you see how it how it's like a gradient? Like it goes from like black to yellow. Well, what is yeah, that? That's bad. It looks like slow pitch softball uniform. So I'm saying it looks like they're wearing pajamas. Yeah, I I get your theme, and I think I'm going to follow into your theme a little bit with my last one. Oklahoma State's all orange unis. Gross. When your pants are the same color, it's not good. I don't mind orange. I'm a Broncos fan, so like, I'm cool with the orange. 
But on a baseball field, it just really does not work. Not good. I mean, you find it. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, I agree with you. I hate when they're the same colors as the top, but there's something about these where it's just like my initial reaction isn't like, oh my god, those are gross. You like it? I mean, I don't know if I'd say I like it, but I'm, I'm probably more on the pro than the the anti. I don't mind. I don't mind the jersey if the jersey was just the jersey with white pants. They're not on the list. No, I, I mean, I get what you're saying. Pants. The orange pants, dude, they throw me. They're I'm, bad. You look like you're playing football, and yeah. No. no, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, I understand the the theme of what we're trying to determine here. Yeah. Like, I, I know, I, I get it. If they had white pants, it would look even better, but there's something about it where it's like, yeah, the orange ones don't bother me that much, to be with you. The pants bother me. Imagine seeing that on the field. It's like, ugh. And I just know there's people right now being like, so you don't like the black pinstripe Vandy jerseys, but you actually like the all orange <laughs> Oklahoma jerseys, which to be honest with you, I mean, kind of confused myself there on that one, but <laughs> I'm a weird guy. What can I say? True. Um, and my, all right. So my last one is Missouri state. Dude, this is just bizarre. Look up Google, uh, Missouri state baseball uniform. And it'll be a picture of the jerseys hanging up in a locker, and you'll see the gray one that I'm talking about. What? See the one all the what? way to the left? What is that? It's is that a, a bear? It's a, bear. <laughs> it's a giant it's bear pretty, head. And it's like off-centered, and it looks like it's like, yeah, that doesn't work, man. Not to mention they've got the like digital camo one there too. What are you doing? Yeah, that's bad. Oh, I couldn't see that one. Just <laughs> gross. Get it. Aha, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. Was that all yours? That was all mine. That's all of them. That's all she wrote. All right. Anything yeah, else you uh, got? I think that's it, man. We got some DMs. Oh, God. Forgot about the DMs. Blew right by him. All right. Let's run through these pretty quick. Real quick? Yeah, we got we got a, a number of them. We got to get through. All right. Isaac asks... Ooh. Uh, well, okay. Isaac asks, uh, your Hall of Fame picks. Uh, I think only three guys are getting in this year. Mariano, obviously. Roy Holiday. And uh, I think Edgar get, gets in this year. I was gonna agree with you. I don't. I don't think Mike Messina quite makes it. Yeah, but I see him and probably Kurt Schilling both getting in the same year, which presumably would be the next year. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Isaac, another Isaac, different Isaac, asks, "Do you think the Cards should go after Bryce Harper?" I mean, at this point, like, why not? Like, sounds like. I mean, all the speculation, it sounds like at this point the Phillies are the front runner. At least that's what we're being told. But I would say it's probably between Philly and, and Washington. But, I mean, why not? If you've got – if you if you want to spend the money, I mean, why not? Yeah, if you got the room for it, go get Yachty another ring. Uh, Oaktown Fan 26 asks, will Charlie Morton regress in 2019? Uh, I don't think so. I think – him being on a team that he has more of like a 
I don't want to say defined role, but I think he he stands a better chance at being like like I mean obviously you got a, you got Blake Snell there, but you you're going to be like one of the guys rather than like kind of an afterthought with like Verlander and guys like that. Yeah. But I think I think he really has a chance to to insert himself in the conversation as like one of their better pitchers this year. I think he does regress just um, just because he had such a good year last year. I don't think it goes down crazy. Um, I still think he's a good pitcher. I think he's a good sign, but he will regress just because it's not as uh, you know you won't have the same offensive support. So I think it'll you know the overall win total and stuff like that will probably regress a little bit. But I still think he has a good year. Uh, Tristan asks, who has been the most underrated signing this offseason and why? Uh, I'm going to go with Nelson Cruz and just because I don't think, I don't think that that move or that signing rather got talked about very much. Uh, I think people are forgetting that he, he had 37 home runs last year, 97 RBIs, uh, and the stat that I don't feel like got talked about very much when that, that signing went down. Um, he had 122 strikeouts last year, which, uh, other than 2013 when he had 109, the, his uh, 122 from last year was the fewest since 2012. Wow. Minus that one season that I said, 2013, where he had 109, which yeah. that's pretty good when your strikeouts are down and you're still, you still got pop. And yeah, I think, I, like I think he pitch. can, I think he can provide some good value to Minnesota. Yeah. I like that. Um, I don't know how underrated mine is. I think Daniel Murphy going to the Rockies is a good, it's a good signing cheap deal. Two years, 24, and uh, a hitter that's going into a hitter's ballpark. So I think it's a good good fit. Uh, Danny asks, after losing James Paxton, Edwin Diaz, Rob- and Robinson Cano, can the Mariners make the playoffs? No. Agreed. AOS too good. Uh, Millar asks. Uh, no, nah, let's back up. Let's back up. It's top heavy. The A's and the Astros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's better to see. Yeah, yeah. Better verbiage for sure. My bad. No, it's all good. Uh, Millar asks, should Kyler Murray go to the NFL or the MLB? I mean, I really don't even want to answer this question because to me it's so obvious. And I feel like anybody in the baseball world would hopefully agree with me. You go play baseball. You go get your money. You go play a sport that will allow your brain to still be functional age 40. Like, it's it's... It's so simple. I, I don't understand why. The, granted, I was at, I had a conversation with somebody the other day, uh, and they're like, "Well, maybe this is just kind of like a uh, like part of his plan where he declares for the draft, and then that kind of increases the negotiations with contract and so on and so forth in baseball." Which I could get, but still, it's it's very simple. Yeah, uh, definitely. Even Deion Sanders came out and said, "Pick up the bat and don't look back." Um, MLB all the way. You're generally listed at 5'11". You're more like 5'8". And it's just you don't have a long career in the NFL and you won't get the same paper. Go to the MLB. Uh, Jack asks, will Trevor Bauer ever face repercussions for his outside of baseball actions? Uh, That's a great question. I honestly don't know the answer to that. But I think if he keeps doing stupid things, I think he should. I'll just I'll leave it at that because he's just an idiot. He just does stupid things. He acts childish, and I think he needs to be kind of put in his place a little bit. 
Yeah, I think he's going to get punched by a fan someday. That's what I see his repercussions being. Uh, Jen. It'd probably, asked, be, it'd probably be the dad of that daughter that he was talking to on Twitter yeah, a while back. Yeah. Jen asks, how do, get, how do you get non-baseball friends into baseball? Man, this is a this is a deep question. Um, great question, but a deep question. Um, I don't know. I feel like I've if you would have asked me this a couple years back, I would have tried to give you like a quick fix or like a, a an easy answer to that problem or so, or whatever. But to me, it's one of those things where being involved with the game as much as I am, and obviously you are as well one of these things where it's like you just have you have to be patient like if you're the person that's trying to get into baseball like you just have to learn to appreciate the small things that people that don't like the game like to complain about and it's something where i mean the timing of it obviously helps like if you tune in for the postseason in october you're bound to see some just baseball magic but it's one of those things where that'd probably be the biggest thing it's just encourage the person that you're trying to get into the game to just be patient and appreciate the little things. I think a big, uh, an easy, uh, way to do that is take them to a game because showing them a game on baseball or showing them a game on TV. Just, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't cut it for a lot of people and I understand why. So take them to a game. Yeah. You just don't answer. Take them to a game and teach the little things. Like you said, um, you know, talk about why, that pitch was thrown. Talk about what the shortstop is thinking in this count against this hitter. To you know, talk about the little stuff that uh, that the average fan doesn't pay attention to or doesn't see. And all of a sudden, you know, when you start putting yourself in a position where you could predict things in the game and and say this is going to happen in this situation, I think it becomes a lot more fun in that way. Um, but I mean, then again, if if they're not into baseball, it's you can't force it on them. This this game's pure to to people who really enjoy it. Yep. Uh, Aaron asks, "What makes baseball fun to watch?" I think that kind of kind of yeah, kind of yeah. kind of similar question. Not to mention, we just had some we had some good DMs. Yeah, I know you talked about it when we we're off air. We had some had yeah. some good questions this Great this time question. around. Uh, but yeah, kind of, kind of along the same lines. What we were just talking about. It's just one of those things where you really learn to appreciate the little things. And if you see it as something that's more than a game, like you see it on a different level than the average person would, you're able to get more out of it, in my opinion. And to me, that's what makes it fun to watch. Yeah, uh, it. Um, <laughs> what makes it fun to watch is knowing how hard it is, how hard this game is. And as a player, obviously, we didn't make it. But, you know, seeing how easy those guys that get paid all that money make the, it seem. The guys that carried the torch for us, the guys that actually yeah. did make it. Yeah, those guys make it look so easy. And, you know, that's what makes it fun for me anyway is to, is to see that is really hard to do. And they're doing it well. All right. Well, that about wraps up everything that I've got. Anything on your end? No. Nothing really, man. Just I'm glad I defended myself tonight. I feel better. You'll be able and, to sleep uh, better. You'll be, you'll be able to sleep better tonight. I'm going to start commenting back. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start defending myself on comments in social media, yeah, specifically I get, Instagram. I get tired for speaking on behalf of you, so maybe that'd be a good yeah. idea. Appreciate that. 
Uh, oh, another thought. I uh, shipped out some bracelets and decals to our, our boys out in Australia today. I went over to the oh, post yeah. office. Nice. Which, by the way, they have the most wild addresses. They have like, <laughs> it's like four lines worth of information. I'm just like, I don't understand what goes where. <laughs> That's cool, though. But anyway, yeah, they should be expecting those relatively soon. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that about does it for me. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch back up with you guys next week. Hopefully with some information about a major signing, but probably not. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it and leave that rating interview. Nate, how many stars? 175 million stars. I don't know if that's that's doable. Or you could just put five. And so then now we're just misleading the people. Well, you just put five, and then in, in, in the review of like the actual words, you just put out one hundred and seventy-four million nine hundred and. Yeah, there you go. No, I like yeah. that. Title the review: one hundred and seventy-five million stars, and then in the actual text, just be like, "I wish I could give this review one hundred and seventy-five million stars." But See? The, now you're getting me. The best I can do is five. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to be looking for those reviews. First person that does it. I'll send them some stuff or something. I'll figure something out. But anyway, yeah, I'll give you a high five. No, I'll give you more than that. We love you all, and as always, we're looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy. What the f*** are you telling you to take? You take! Don't tell me you don't see!